Hello, you're listening to Ghost Stories, the podcast, but you knew that already. And this week we're going to do something a little different to, to give some context. I actually had some uh, dental surgery early in the week. And whilst I might sound all right at the moment, it's uh, quite painful. And I'm doing my best to put on my, my best radio voice, although speaking has been a bit of a hassle. So what we're going to do is play the episode that started all called the house now this was actually recorded four years ago which is crazy to think actually just over four years ago and the podcast for those of you that didn't know was started as a university project excuse me a university project when i did my uh, masters in radio and audio production so this was one of the things i submitted as part of my dissertation and the podcast seemed to do so well and was so popular that we decided to carry it on hence where we are today so have a listen to the house and uh, stick around afterwards and I'm going to talk about a bit about the origins of the story, where it came from, and if it's based in fact or a pure work of fiction. Uh, one final word of warning before we start. There is some um, language that will be appropriate for some of our younger viewers in the, in the middle part of it. And it's quite interesting to hear how s- these episodes used to be put together before uh, you know it's evolved over time. I've left it in completely uncut with uh, all the intros, outros, and clone preview at the end, something I used to do before um, I realized I didn't always have the next episode ready when, <laughs> when one was ready to go out. Uh, so sit back, and I hope you enjoy our flashback to the episode that started all, called The House. Do you believe in ghosts? One's home is normally considered a place of comfort and safety. However, what can you do when terrorized day and night by an unwelcome, ghostly guest that you can't simply just ask to leave? Tonight's tale is just about that. As always, visit ghoststories.co.uk to vote for if you think tonight's tale was adapted from fact or a pure work of fiction. You're listening to Ghost Stories, and this is The House. Sitting in the house alone was always a bit weird because you could always hear noises and it never felt like you were on your own. There were often times where you'd be sitting in the lounge and you'd look out of the corner of your eye and you'd see what appeared to be like a small child that would sort of come into the room and come out of the room. And at that time, I had a, a son that was about five, six years old, so I used to just often think it was him. But when you turn around, he wouldn't be there anymore. There was one time that um, myself and my oldest son were standing in the entrance of the house and there was stairs that went straight up to the top, to the next floor. And we both looked up the stairs and, and said, come on, Matthew, we need to leave now. We were getting really irritated because all we could think of was we need to leave and he just won't hurry up. So we're like, come on, we need to leave. And then somebody in the front room said, who are you talking to? We both said, well, Matthew's at the top of the stairs. And they said, Matthew's not even here, he's at his friend's house. And that was quite a strange a strange occurrence because we both clearly saw him standing at the top of the stairs.
There were oftentimes that we we all would see a different character in the house. We called him Angry Man, and the reason we called him Angry Man was because he he just appeared to be quite aggressive and angry all the time, and it did, he had no. There's sort of no rhyme or reason as to when he would appear. There were often times I would wake up in the night and look up and think that somebody was standing over the bed and it would be, it would always be him. There was also occurrences, lots of occurrences in the upstairs hallway where I had my son's girlfriend staying over and she woke up one night and she looked out into the hallway and she saw him sitting at the top of the stairs and she said he just looked at me and he looked really, really angry and then he just disappeared. And then there were other times where um, the children would say that, that he'd walked in the room or they could see him or see him behind their shoulder. But it was mainly upstairs in the hallway that most people would see him. There was one particular story about the angry man that sort of got to me and it was because my son was at home one evening and he had his girlfriend over and he was about 16, 17 years old at the time. And he was up quite late in the night and he was downstairs in the kitchen and he was chatting to his girlfriend. And then what he said is he just heard this man come running down the stairs and came up right behind him and put his head around his shoulder. It got a bit concerning to me because obviously it's the first time he'd sort of been that close up to people and appeared to be that aggressive. finally thought that we needed to get some help into the house to have a look around, you know, get some paranormal investigators in, was one evening I woke to this bright light in the hallway. So I opened my door and I shouted down the hallway to my son to stop playing around, that I wanted him to turn off his light because at Christmas he'd got some um, Doctor Who supersonic screwdrivers which, which lit up and I just assumed that that's sort of what he was doing is playing with these screwdrivers. So I shouted, the light went out, went back to bed. I'd fallen asleep, woke back up again to this light in the hallway, but this time it just stayed there. I went out of my room, I started shutting down the hallway, that's it, turn off that light. But the light stayed on for quite some time, and then all of a sudden the light went off, so I went back to bed. Well, the following morning I got up and I was, you know, I saw my son and I said, you know, you can't do that at night because you're going to wake up everybody in the house. And he said, what are you talking about? And I said, well, the bright light you were shining through the hallway. And he said... I wasn't shining a light and I said, don't lie to me, you had those sonic screwdrivers out. So in the evening when it got dark, we went up to his room and we took both the sonic screwdrivers out and we pressed the button on them to see what would happen. And neither one of them made enough light to even light up to the door of his room, let alone the bright light that I'd seen. I knew at that point in time that after all the activity in the house that it would be time to finally get somebody in to have a look around and see what was going on. So after living a number of years in the house and having had the experiences that we've had, I decided that I would try to find some local paranormal investigators to just have a look around and see if they could find out what was going on. We contacted somebody locally that we'd found. They came out to the house, there was a team of three of them, and they discussed, you know, sort of a little bit of what, about what the house was, you know, was going on in the house, that sort of thing. Welcome to a house in Northamptonshire. There's been some strange goings on and we've been called in to investigate. I've got the house owner with me now. Now, I understand you've had a few strange occurrences. Could you tell me what some of those are? 
We've had a lot of uh, banging and um, we've seen a couple of shadows as well. Okay, which are the main rooms where that's been going on? Um, the main place where that happens is across the top landing, uh, the top end, two bedrooms. Okay, I've, I've taken one or two base EMF readings while we've been going around, and some of them are a little bit higher than normal. Um, a normal reading be anywhere between 0 and 1, and some of the readings towards that side of the house are, are 2 and higher. You get natural spikes when you go near anything electrical. Yeah. And you can hear that's on the high setting. Just put it on a lower setting, and you'll—it's obviously a lot more yeah. sensitive. Now, I understand you've seen had something seen in the hallway here. Could you explain yeah. what they are? Uh, we've had uh, a shadow uh, round here um, of what would appear to be uh, a young child. It's like the meter's just going crazy for some reason. <laughs> Well, then we decided we were going to just have a little walk around the house with the EMF reader, I believe it's called. There appeared to be a lot of activity on the EMF readers, particularly upstairs in the hallway that we'd had a lot of experiences with, and also in the children's bedroom. Basically, we have an EVP. What we're doing is we're leaving an electronic voice recorder, yeah. and that is now recording all the while, and I'm going to place that yeah. on there. and can call out and ask a few questions. Is there anybody there? Who are you? What's your name? And that'd probably be best if it come from yourself because yep. you're here all the time. So okay. if you want to just call out a few things for us. If there's anybody here, could you just step forward and let us know that you're around? We've brought people in who can speak to you. Can you give us your name, please? It's answering you. I must admit, I am getting a very, very eerie feeling. Very. Oh. Not comfortable. Don't like being up here on my own, to be honest with you. Which is not like me. Can you come forward and just tell me why you're here? Come forward. You can you. Can you knock on the wall or something for that? Just show me you're here. Can you make a noise? Earlier on, you made me go cold. Can you do that? Can you come near me and make me go cold again? If you want me to go, you'll have to make a noise. And I'll leave. You'll have to do a bigger noise than that. Oh, fuck, that'll do. They walked around the house, had a look around, and then we decided that they were going to do sort of like a vigil or a, a seance of sorts. And we sat together, all of us, in the bedroom that had the most activity. And what they came up with, a father, a son, and a nanny. And they said that what had happened was the mother had died in childbirth with uh, having the son, which then um, made it clear that the father would have to have a nanny in the house. So the nanny was there taking care of the child. The father was quite an angry fella, and so we assumed that that was probably angry man. And uh, the young lad apparently had died in a well, so he died at a, you know at a young age. So that would again explain this little fella that was sort of running around the house. And then the nanny would have been sort of the one that was in the children's bedroom and and uh, maybe taking care of them and waking them up in the evening. So what they did is they sort of did a, what they call a clearance and they asked for 
the people to leave. And strangely enough, that night after they'd gone, we went to bed and there was absolutely not one noise in that house. And it was the first time in, I believe it was about seven or eight years that I'd lived there, that there was nothing, just absolute silence. And since then, there's been no activity in the house. That's all for this week, but for show credits, be sure to visit ghost-stories.co.uk and make sure to vote for if you think the house was based on fact or a pure work of fiction. Also, be sure to follow us on Facebook by searching for Ghost Stories, the podcast. Now we'll leave you with a preview of our next episode, and don't stop asking, do you believe in ghosts? a baby monitor to keep an ear out for him. He had no reason to know any terminology for grandparents. It's pretty unusual for him to be up at this time and I was tired. He looked over to the other side of the room and said, it's grandpa. I saw the reflection of a man standing behind me. I quickly turned around, but there was no one there. Well, there you have it. That was the episode that started the whole podcast. Um, as it may be. If it's the first time you've heard it, if you're one of the newer listeners and you've not gone back that far, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you could tell it's stylistically quite different from uh, from from where we are today, but it's uh, it's amazing to go back and revisit these things nevertheless. So firstly, before I reveal it all, a bit about the episode itself. So when Ghost Stories, the podcast, was first conceived, we were originally going to make it almost like a um, audio drama. So taking these stories that people tell us and reenact them um, and and turn them into actual, um, like I say, radio dramas with like sound effects and actors and stuff like that. And we did create one of those episodes. I, I, I might take it up one day and release it, but it just, it didn't work as well because what happened is we, we then, and this is what happened in this episode, we recorded uh, with someone actually telling one of their stories uh, as, as a way to kind of pull the script together. And we look back and we're like, actually, this works a lot better. Uh, kind of dramatizing someone's story in their own words instead of instead of getting actors to reenact things. Uh, it just it was just a bit cheesy when we did it that way. Whereas this added a level of sincerity to it. Uh, obviously, keep in mind that some of our stories are based in fact, and some are pure works of fiction. But the thing you all really want to know is the house. What is is it based in fact or fiction? Well, it's an interesting one actually because this story is based in pure fact. So the story is actually being told by my mother and it's about a house we lived in uh, during my teenage years. And funny enough, actually, the house I live in now, we, we bought it off her a few years ago. And, uh, you know, if you're interested in a haunted house, it is currently for sale. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it's a, it's a story about when we moved into this house, there's a lot of weird, unusual things that happen inside of it. Admittedly, I was off at university uh, for some of it. Uh, but the best part and why I loved creating this one is when I was able to, uh, I, I recorded with my mom and found out off of her that they actually got some um, like ghost hunters in or, or, or paranormal experts. And she did tell me, oh, there's a YouTube video of it out there. Uh, so I managed to dig it up. And that's the audio you hear in the middle of it where the guy is quite terrified. Now, what's particularly uh, funny to me and interesting is he was in my childhood bedroom and he's freaking out. And uh, I never found it all that scary. Uh, even if there were unusual things that went on. So who knows, maybe a bit of an overreaction to his part. But yeah, all of it is, um, 
you know, I have my own my own theories on it and stuff. But in terms of the story told by my mom, like the, the, that is exactly she's telling it as as she knows it and as uh, as she, everything she found out. So it's really interesting. Uh, funny enough, we've not had anything going on in this house for some time. So who knows? Maybe the spirits are very much settled now. But yeah, that's the story behind the house. And and amazing looking back, the style. Hopefully, as a as a host, you guys enjoy me much being a bit more personal now instead of uh, griping on the spooky voice. What if this happened and that? Oh, so yeah, <laughs> it got a bit old. I felt uh, doing the intros that way. Uh, but yeah, and and having the uh, <laughs> the previews for the next steps at the end, I do like the drama value that adds, and I'm sure some of you will enjoy that. But God, the work it would take involved to keep <laughs> keep pulling out episodes at the right to do those every time was uh, was rather ambitious on my part. But yeah, that's it for this week. Again, you might be able to tell my voice is a bit different. Um, I am hurting a bit from talking for a few minutes now. I had a bit of dental surgery, but it's it's recovering. And uh, what we've done is we've just shifted the schedule. So we're going to, the episode that was coming out this week, I've moved to the back of the VQ essentially. So we're going to continue as usual in two weeks time. Uh, so yeah, in December, we've, uh, actually got a couple episodes from a writer we've been working with is called Janine and she has a ghost store website, which we shared on our Facebook, so check it out. It's uh, some great stuff there. Uh, but yeah, thank you for tuning in. If you want to support the podcast, obviously go wherever you're listening, drop us a review. That stuff helps us a great deal. Positive review, if you will. And, uh, if you want to go the extra mile, uh, jump over to our Patreon page, searching for Ghost Stories, the podcast, and drop us a, a, a buck or two. And of course, by doing that, you'll get episodes a few days early. And we're going to start looking into different benefits in the new year that we can uh, begin to put out for our listeners as well. Uh, and of course, finally, go over to our Facebook page and give us a like. We're not really updating our website at the moment. That That's our plan for 2020 to update that and uh, and revamp it. But for the time being, we're kind of relying on the Facebook page uh, for most most of our stuff. But there you have it, the host, the reveal, uh, yeah, based in fact, um, if, if you will. So that's what it is. I guess that's all for the this week. Thanks for tuning in, and don't stop asking. Do you believe in ghosts? ghosts?